Hello there and welcome along. I'm in my room in Tokyo with the window open looking out over Shinagawa Station. A variety of trains keep passing through almost constantly throughout the day and night, including the iconic bullet trains. It's very hot, it's sunny and humid, and the streets just aren't as busy as I expected. A few people walking, some cyclists, and a few cars and trucks. But as I speak, the Olympic preliminaries are underway. And today on the podcast, I've got three swimmers. Brothers Max and Joe Litchfield in a moment, but first... Adam Peaty, gold medal winner in Tokyo, completely dominating his event and hoping to have another gold medal to his name by Monday. We spoke before he came out to Tokyo and he talked about his goal for the Games. For me, without going too deep into it, it's obviously to reinstate reinstate obviously the gold medal. You know, I'd be lying if I didn't want to go there and defend or attack as I call it. But really it's it's just as good as anyone. So I want to go out there with my best performance and that. To get to that, it equals getting the right you know, mindset, the nerves, the, the enjoyment, the thrill of it, the adrenaline. Um, but yeah, I want to go out there, just enjoy the process of going for the Olympics, which is you know, an incredible process. Um, and hopefully, you know, give the performance that the country deserves on the world deserves after going through so much rubbish with COVID-19 and uh, a lot of negativity out there. So I think sport is one of the things which can inspire people and lift people up. And uh, I just want to you know, reinstate that. At these Olympics, the finals are in the morning and the heats are in the evenings. Does that make a difference at all? Honestly, like you can overthink it. It's two lamps of the baths, isn't it, for me? Uh, and that's the way I'm going to keep it, you know. I swim two lamps faster than anyone else on a certain stroke and that's as simple as I'm going to keep it. And if I have to do that in the morning, I'll do that in the morning. But if I don't, you know, do it at night. But I know it's going to be a longer process with Olympics being nine days long. Uh, with the semi-finals and you've got the mixed medley this time and then obviously the medley relay. So it's just managing the energy more than anything. I'm not worried about morning finals. I'm, I'm worried about uh, going down highs and the lows um, and uh, trying to get the, you know, the best kind of performance at any given time. Being so dominant, do you think about the opponents that you have in your races or is it just about your performance? When I perform, yes, you're completely right. I do think about my own performance and think about how I'm going to get the best process to get the best output. But it's not as as, uh, simple as I wish it was. But for me, it's I don't really go out there for myself. Not anymore anyway. It's I go out there for my son, go out there for my family, go out for the people who have supported me, the team, and most importantly, Importantly, at Olympics, you go out there for your country. So down that fast fifty, that down that last fifty at the Olympic Games, I know I've got the whole whole country on my back uh, and behind me. And people would think that as a pressure, and people would like, oh, I don't want that pressure. But I'm like, if you want to be the best in the world, you've got to take that and welcome it, and find a way to perform uh, under that. And you know, you get it, you get it a lot actually. Every pretty much every interview about, you know, can you deal with the pressure going in? No one's ever defended an Olympic title, but I'm like, I think I'm one of the most chilled out people to possibly do it. Um, but I mean, that's that's just me. I'm just, I'm very chilled and and I know exactly what process I've got, such as trials. Like I used to get nervous for trials because I'm like, oh, if I don't do this, I don't do that. But I'm like, I'm so laid back. And I think having, you know, a son now as well has just made me appreciate these moments a little bit more. So there's only a little, you know, there's only more freedom that can come from this now. Um, so I'm, excited to you know race at olympics with the knowledge and the experience and the wisdom that i've got and gathered over the last five years but it's olympic games guys you know it's, it's fun <laughs> i think uh, win or lose 
nothing really changes in a sense. Um, so I'm just completely free. But going back to the original question, that of course I'm aware of the competition, but I'm not focusing on them. I train like I'm in second, but I perform like I'm in first. Um, and it's a very fine switch. Um, so when I you know, swim uh, and I train up and down every single day, I, I do put myself in a position where I'm training to win. But when I'm racing, I'm, I'm racing to dominate. Um, and that's, it's not an arrogant thing. It's not, I think it's just a mindset that we've built up that it's a certain difference between going out there just to, when I say just to get gold, but going out there to get gold and get the winner from 0.04 from the NX guy. But, and there's a difference between going out there and going, I'm going out there to dominate. I mean, I think we've done this. We have done the sums. Um, you know, I think the perfect, if it went absolutely perfect, I'm talking the fastest parts that I've done in a physical race, and you put them all together, it's 56-2 or 56-3, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, but, I mean, you never say never, right? You've got to put the marker somewhere. Um, but I'm not saying I'm going to go that <laughs> before you put it on the uh, on the headlines before a race. Um, but I I do believe, you know, I can get faster than the world record um, because in 2019, obviously we've had you know, COVID-19 you know, this year, but... My preparation is much better and much more focused, much more just hungry for it. And I think having that time off through COVID has given me, you know, a bit of a second win that I've you know, needed. And you come into these games as a dad. Are you thinking about your young son? Will you carry a souvenir with you? I, yeah, I will carry something in my jacket 100% because it's just, you know, it's a comforting feeling. But also that, you know, I can get home and give it to him, knowing that it's been to Tokyo in an Olympic final. I think it's a very good memento just for him to, you know, grow with a little bit of something that he can actually touch that he was there. Um, but yeah, that was, that's just the... Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's with me every single day anyway when I'm away from him and I'm with him that you know, I perform and I train, you know, like, you know, they're on my back and I like that because it's just, uh, well, it's just being a father, right? So... Yes, I love it. It's a nice mixture. From Adam Peaty, dad and son, to two brothers, Max and Joe Litchfield. Max made the team for the Olympics in Rio five years ago. He was fourth in the 400 metres individual medley. He's now 26. Joe's just turned 23. He competed at the Commonwealth Games in 2018, but Max wasn't there because of injury. So it's the first major games they've competed in together. They've been speaking about how they get on, about their rivalries and their pride at being named on the team alongside each other. Uh, it's, it's pretty incredible. I think throughout our careers, it's always been like the target. And I think it's pretty mental that it's like the first real team, I think, that we've been on together. Like we had the Commonwealths and Max, unfortunately, couldn't go there. And uh, we went to Euro short course, but it's not really like the same sort of deal as the games. And for this to be like our first thing that we go to together on a senior level, it's pretty, it's pretty insane. Sort of like a dream come true for both of us. And yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know what else I'll say. It's pretty, pretty mental. We kind of joked about it, well, I guess years ago, before even I made Rio, um, you know, that we could maybe go to, to an Olympic Games together. And for that to actually be coming true is, is pretty amazing. So um, yeah, we're, just, we're both over the moon. We get on quite well. I think I was one that was always annoying with my sister. Uh, you got on quite well with Grace though. I think it was, wasn't really any like annoying, really. Annoying each other. Well, we all annoyed each other. Maybe when we were younger, but me and Joe, like we've, we've always got along and got the same interests, which I think helps. Like, yeah, into the same sort of sporting backgrounds, sort of, like other sports, should I say? Um, getting balls in the same sort of like game, like we do like a lot of fantasy league, that sort of thing, and sort of in the same sort of stuff like that, and that sort of 
sort of boost our relationship outside of swimming, I think. We couldn't I couldn't not get along really either. We've we've literally trained together basically our whole lives. So yeah. Max Max is always very he's very punctual, very on it. Like he was always the smarter one, I'd say, in school. I wasn't not smart, but he was obviously he was getting a lot of A's, A stars, that sort of thing. I never quite got there. He was very like obviously not OCD, are you, but you're very on it, you're very time managing, you're very you've been there your whole life. OCD. But a little bit OCD, not like I don't think you've been diagnosed with it. But <laughs> Uh, no, he's very been very on it all his life. He's very good at time management, very organized. And I sort of made my, I'm not bad at those skills, but it sort of makes me better in those skills. And no, it's just been great all my year to like look up to Max and what he's been doing in the sport and sort of everything else around that and sort of learn from him in that way. And it sort of booted, uh, boosted me to sort of where I am now. Joe's the same. We're very similar and very different. Um, I think Joe's more extrovert than I am. I'm, I can be extrovert at times, but I think Joe is more extroverted and, you know, when when we were kids, he was more energetic. He was just a bundle of energy half the time, weren't you? And Annoying. you'd just be wanting to play football and play basketball, whatever. You'd just be out and about, wouldn't you? Um, but like, yeah, I think just that whole relationship we had uh, with with Grace as well, our sister. Like, we were just, you know, we all just, you know, we did fight at times. We all got on. And we just, yeah, you know, we just we loved it, didn't we? And we, yeah. um, we all we all swam together at times um, at Doncaster Darts. Um, so like yeah, you know that was an amazing thing to be able to, to do that with both your siblings as well. So uh, yeah, we both played football um, for a, a little club, a little local club until I can't remember when I I stopped. But there was a point where I was like, you know what, I need to pick one or the other, and I knew I was going to be better at swimming. And yeah, that was just a point where I needed to pick. You know, I need to say right, I'm going to focus fully on swimming, or I'm going to focus fully on football. And um, you know, for me, it was it was swimming, and I wasn't very good at football really. I just did it because it was fun I think the I think it's same for me really I think I was always decent at football but I think obviously you know what it's like in the football world it's incredibly they always say it's incredibly hard to make it through to any sort of level in football we knew at that stage in our lives that we were actually quite you had a bit of a knack for swimming and it just sort of like worked so when I was around I think I was like 13 it was like okay I don't want to get injured doing football and then potentially ruin my swimming career uh so soon and uh just made the sort of the, the smart choice then to stop playing football uh i then picked up basketball at school which potentially would be even worse if i sprained an ankle but it was never as intense as football it was more like a few p sessions a one after school session and then a few games every so often but nothing like you would be football where you're playing week in week out yeah we had something in swimming and just sort of stuck at it and it's obviously paid off that's max and joe litchfield and before them Adam Peaty with the swimming about to get underway at the Tokyo Olympics the day after the opening ceremony. That's it for the podcast for today. Join me again in Tokyo for tomorrow's edition. See you later. Bye-bye.